0: Episode 2 of The Table. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing good, man. We just like, uh, you know, barely made it up here. No, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's was flying crazy. <laughs> no, luckily, so luckily, we got up here, uh, most of you don't know. He We're says sluckily. Sluckily. <laughs> luckily, we, it was like, you know, good weather on the way up here. But like, every other time, it was like horrible. So, like, it was like hard ways in the clouds Let, to get up here yeah.
0: let's, let's talk about that for like a second like california never really has bad weather like i was, I was even this morning when i was going out with like the the dogs it was just like man i was like either you're trying to light us on fire or you're trying to drown us That's like right. what like, <laughs> like, 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 like what's the, the deal like pull us from below dude, it's crazy like obviously like you know we've commented before like we're we have we're on a hill so it's not that bad but like how's it been for you guys down there
2: all right, I'll say my piece, man. Uh-oh. Dude, it was crazy coming up here. Water, <laughs> water slides, landslides. There was
1: on. a little bit of a, in a slide. <laughs> come to,
0: what? Also, Roman, Roman, Roman also has like, the ultimate outdoor vehicle got a tent. out of all of us. Yeah, I, was I was a little <laughs> excited. I was like,
3: oh, maybe we'll be able to drive through a couple river
0: crossings. <laughs> a little adventure coming here.
2: Dude, he brought his car to the snow. You know that. It's, yeah, dude. Like, do you see all the things out there? that stuff, like, <laughs> I was like. I don't give a shit about the flood. <laughs> I mean.
3: Yeah, to be honest, Sounds day has been completely different. I have not noticed like much flooding. It wasn't until G sent that video yesterday that Gilroy's that was underwater, underwater. Oh so yeah, right, dude. Over here, yeah. and that, that was
0: field. real because Corey, you know, one of my employees, yeah, yeah. Corey, he freaking he was, it, it he lives 25 minutes away. But it took two hours for him to get home.
2: Dang! No, yeah, dude, when nights. you posted that, I was like, "Is that even current? Or is that some random <laughs> I know shit that's on kind of me?" Yeah, I had well, a question it was, it too.
1: It was it was sent two hours like before I sent it to you guys. Like it was posted two hours, but it was at night, so that doesn't really mean anything, does it? So I don't know. I mean,
2: we made it here. You that, I think Mike's you know? going to like, the shop
3: later, right? So mm-hmm. you'll yeah. We are see here today.
2: Yeah, we made it. We made, we made it. it. Hey, there's literally <laughs> sun out there right now.
0: Yeah, we got some sun. No rain. Some light stuff going on here. Yeah. So,
1: you wanna you wanna segue into the table? Like, like we're just we're just talking like,
0: more like the a weather channel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's, I mean, that's like the the cool part about it is like we can all talk about the stuff we come from and everything we're at, right? So the like, table. so they, even like talking about like, let's talk about the stuff that we come from.
2: Mike go closer on the mic. Oh, mic on the mic. I would bring it higher.
0: You just move it. Up. See how they get right there, there you go. as G said you gotta swallow kiss the mic <laughs> you gotta which is gross and I feel like that's very sexually inappropriate I know uh, Ed, Ed, while we were
1: setting it up Ed
0: was like you gotta kiss the mic and I was like we gotta write our names on it because if we switch we're basically like kissing each other no I
2: think like, we so- really do though
0: alright I mean that uh, we're already past that point let's just be like let, let's be honest we're already uh, past that uh, point alright so let's talk about Into the Table since so, so we talked about, or well, we're actually talking about like individual perspectives in general. Let's talk about the individual pressures that each, you know, each one of us have to go through. Like what I think you brought it up perfectly earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of it is uh, for for me. Like what we're talking about is like you know comparisons and like cultural expectations. Um, for those of us who don't know, we we do have like a little prep call. But in that prep call, we, we talked about this and. For us, it's like you know, me being Indian, um, Punjabi. I come from a family that has a lot of expectations of you know living that like kind of linear like like line of like you know you go to school, you go to college, you get a job. I, I was thinking of a very bad joke of like lawyer, doctor, or, or, hey, or software engineer. That? Right? I know Ed knows all about that one, but um, I was not that. So I was like the black sheep, and I got hated on by my family like so much, like, oh, this guy's going to be on the streets, like, you yeah, know, can you take care of nobody, can you take care of yourself, yada, yada. And I think, like, I heard that so much, it's kind of, like, built into my brain a little bit, and for better or for worse, like, it's like, I kind of use that now, like, I've been, like, grown and, like ma- like, matured to a certain point where it's like, all right, like, that's what I grew up with, with that anxiety, like waking up almost like every day, thinking about it yep. and in, that, in that manner, but it's more or less now it's like, all right, let's 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 flip that as fuel and flip that as like a positive thing and like, all right, let's go, let's just get it. Like, I'm not gonna end up on the streets. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna provide for my family. I'm gonna build a family and like, not only that, but like, instead of surviving, I going to like thrive, you know, like go above and beyond type of thing. But I mean, as far as anxiety goes, like, it's still very real, though, you know, it's not every day, it's like, let's go, it's more like, there's like some days that are like, oh man, am I going to make it, (laughs) you know, are we going to, are we going to do good today, like, or tomorrow, and things like that, so, I don't know, like, Mike, I know you have some, a lot of things
0: about that, because me and you, like, personally talk a lot about anxiety, just in general. Yeah, I mean, like, something like I think that the comparison aspect of things is something where people go wrong. There's no really point in comparing anything, right? Like We all live our own, and I I just said this in the podcast that we were doing before, like there is no one reality, it's all just different perspectives. You know, it's all like just different, right? It's like, you know, my heart is not your heart, you know, know, that's what she said, dad joke. That's not a dad joke. (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you that, that is the thing. <laughs> so that's not a dad joke, it's a bad joke. But <laughs> but like, you know, like there is no like individual one reality. You know, everyone has their own heart and it's it's important to understand that like my like my life, like for me, uh is like, you know, I grew up really I grew I grew up extremely poor. Like extremely poor to where like you know and I grew up in a very an abusive household where me and my mother had to actually like cook on a pro I, I remember it's a Coleman propane stove we had to cook hot dogs on it because we couldn't leave our room because there would be like if i got out of that room like we would get into a fight and like i remember knocking my grandpa out at 11 years old because he had he attacked my mom because he was like just like just like drunk crazy person like just doing like stuff like that like i remember doing that stuff and like you know trying to fight my aunts like you know it was like we didn't live in a big house we lived in east side san jose like it was east side san jose so they it's like four bedroom house probably a house that Roman would flip but <laughs> but like you know like it was just one of those things you know I grew up in that thing and then I got you know then I you know went through my life you know fought you know went to prison did all these things lived in a very like dark spot space for my my, my life so I went through all of those things and, like you know I, I wake up every morning with the sense of like even now like you know like I said before like I said in the last episode like you know we're literally like doing this podcast in like a million dollar house on like acreage and you know, we we'll like, looking this view. If you turn around like that way, like it's an amazing thing that we're doing this right now. I still wake up in the morning with like the sense of urgency, like how am I going to eat? Even though I got money in the bank, businesses on the way, things of that nature. So that anxiety, that anxiety is still there. And it just comes with it. You know, it just it happens with it. And I think like, and I've learned in this last year that it's not something that I should ever, like, be like, oh, hey, like, I shouldn't, uh, what's it, like, I shouldn't, like, you know, compare. What's the, compa- I shouldn't compare, but, like, not even compare, but, like, I shouldn't neglect that aspect of it, I shouldn't think about, like, that as a negative, mm-hmm.
3: That's
2: right.
0: <clears throat> you know, yeah. it should be something, like, to where it's, like,
2: it almost, like, roots you at that point,
0: exactly, right? right, like, that's the anchor, like, you know, that's, like, the thing that's, like, okay, this one makes Mike Jones, exactly that's how it came up yeah i mean like that's where like that's where it should go like this morning i got up at like four thirty four o'clock let the dogs out all the shit's going on and like the cool thing about like you know our last podcast i want to post it on like our the page they're like oh you know mike jones is the david goggins of the dog training world and like to me i was like amazing i'm beat a like, dolphin noise or whatever you know spongebob noise whatever ed wants to do on that but like you know i thought that was like that was you know, awesome man, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Was like, because, like, that's for me, my purpose in this world. I've and I've figured it out. Like, you know, it's just basically being like, Hey, no matter all the, I'll use this anxiety, I'll use this, like, these issues that I have, like, in my own self, my own, like, personal background to, like, relate to other people and to be like, Hey, like, you know, it, it's cool. Like, you, you're normal, it's fine. Because for a long time, like, I didn't feel that way.
1: I mean, a lot,
0: I feel like a lot of, like,
1: I love that we're talking about this on the table because this is the whole reason why we brought up the table in the first place is humanizing us. Like people don't know, like, like you said, you have all these things and you have all these businesses, but you still deal with it yeah. just as the same as anybody else, right? And I think that's just the beautiful thing about, you know, that part of it.
0: I mean, like, it's like thinking about it like this way and like, again, no comparisons in general, but like you guys have cultural like comparisons like you guys have expectations, like, to take care of the family, to do all these things, like, you know, all these other things, like, you know, like, this, that's, that's a whole completely different ballgame than what i am dealt with, because I, I don't have a family. You know, I have my family as, you know, you my, lost my I have you guys, you guys <laughs> have my family, and I have my, my fiancé, I have, I have Ivy, like, you guys are my family, like, you know, in that sense. But I don't have the cultural expectations, like, that you guys have to deal with, I and mean, that's got to be pretty gnarly. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, for me, it's just
3: like I yeah. saw G looking at me as he was talking, you know, similar back on Punjabi also. So it's always that cultural expectation. Just like G going into business for me it was actually kind of weird because my mom saw it very taboo. My dad kind of accepted it because my dad tried businesses. You know, we had a liquor store growing up. We had a liquor warehouse out in Kentucky <laughs> that my dad used to go to spend a couple of weeks out, come back and Way go back Mike. out there. We had a Hallmark store. You know what? (laughs) So my dad tried. uh, And, you know, I think he had about three or four businesses. And, you know, he took a lot of loans out on the houses. And I remember my mom telling me one year he lost like a million bucks, right? Like we could – and she used to always hold it against him. But then what my dad did is he took that and he started working, you know, 14 days straight, you know, 10-hour days. And kind of built back the wealth, bought a couple properties and just kind of tried. And he still works. And I think he's accepted. Like, you know, I tried. I work working. then you know when I started getting in real estate was the first time he actually told me like I want you to do this I got money saved up in retirement like if you need money let me know let's let's just start investing because you know I've, I've tried it and you know I think that it's the route to go and I think that's a big thing right is you know just bringing it back to businesses a lot of times we have these businesses we try them out we fail at them and then you walk away it's about you know recovering right learning from them everybody says it but it's really just trying again and trying again you know, we know. I think here as a group, we probably tried a bunch of different businesses together and outside on our own. You gotta get a number on it.
1: How number. many businesses? Hey, Mine number is insane. It's easy. <laughs> digits. Come I on, think man. I have like three LLCs that I've enclosed. There's ten digits. It's yeah. double digits. Oh,
2: I was about to say like, damn, you did that many businesses? Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's probably one thing that we're different in the sense like, I've always been like, sink the ships, like. We're going, like this is this is what I'm stuck with, like this is what we're doing, uh, Yeah. you know, like that's kind of like how I've always been. Like it's never been like a a, a sense of like, all right, I'm gonna try something. This, like, nope. And it might be the stubbornness or the pettiness inside of my inside of me, where I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like primal can for example, like, gee, you know, like, you know, i mean, obviously you guys know it too because he has been around, but like, dude, how many times has the city tried to shut us down? Too like too many times. <laughs> too many times. I mean, I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this i've lost tons of time with my kid i've lost tons of time with my friends i've neglected a lot of different things like just to like to do this business but that's like Which, the
2: crazy part right because i feel like a lot of people if they get hit with that they're like hell no i'm out yeah so i feel like that shows a lot of your characteristic
0: right yeah i mean like that's like you know that's kind of the thing like that i'm about like i'm like all right like cool like when i talk to like you guys like when we have our own conversations or when i talk to everybody else like, my was like you know like This is why there is no plan B, there's plan A, and that's the only plan you stick to. So, like, I, when the the people who listen to this, I want it to be like, hey, like, if you commit to something, commit to that thing. And like we said last time, like, you know, people are thinking crazy with that last one. like, like, be willing to die for that one thing. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Like, not in the sense of, like, I'm going to die, but, like, in the sense of, like, how much you're willing to push for that one thing. Mm-hmm. That's well, I mean I think like I mean, I, mean like, I think like the one. I, it's, it's funny because we posted a video on k Street League and Ed backed me up on this one which is what <laughs> we're going to say with Ed but we have not forgotten about you I promise but like no like there was like a video that we posted it was like a it was either reps on reps on reps one or like the workout video and the I think slutty. that's my favorite video yeah like dude like for me like I'm like that's like you know to me like I thought like when we made that video I was like oh I was like dude like this is so cool like we're going to help people. Like people are going to understand and relate to it. And then some F word, B word, <laughs> dolphin sound, whatever you, whatever you want to call was like, Oh, this is like, you know, this is ego, ego, ego. And then Ed's like, ma'am, I believe this was meant for motivation. Mm-hmm. And he commented on that one. I was like, dude, it was like, that's what you know, cause that's what we do. Like, we're not like, we post the things we post and we do the things we do to help people to get through those hard times. Right.
1: But not to flex by any I means. We're not
0: flexing on anything. Like you yeah. know, in general, like there's nothing that we do. It's just more put it out there. But Ed, cultural and <laughs> oh this, expectations. Right. I feel like we
1: all know about like each other a little bit. <laughs> but Ed's like the most mysterious. Like on he tries. He, try, he does he's it.
2: Mysterious. <laughs> all right. Anyways, but well, you know how you brought up like the whole lawyer, doctor, engineer thing. So I feel like Asian culture is like similar with you guys, Well, I'm Chinese specifically. So I would say, yeah, I kind of grew up like that's what my parents' expectations were like after high school, college, or whatever. So before I got into all this, and also like dog training, video stuff, whatever, I finished in college with healthcare. So I worked in healthcare first. Then at that point, I kind of pivoted and went into more tech stuff. Cause I was trying to become a software engineer because I just had that pressure from my parents the whole time where it's like okay you got to do this this is like the route you have to do but I felt like each time when I did it that kind of stuff didn't click with me but I still felt that pressure like fuck well I got to do it because that's what all my cousins are doing siblings whatever like family members and then I think after that like healthcare for like four or five years then tech for like two years that's when I was like okay I started picking up on this dog thing and I was like, okay, this is something that I actually like. But for Asian parents or like families, I don't know about Indian, but they are very anti-dog, man. <laughs> my mom loves my dog. <laughs> my big old
0: yeah, how so like that cuz I remember we talked about this before. Like that's a that's a very unique thing. Like I don't I know nothing about it, but like that's a very unique thing like when you're obviously your passion is something, right? Like you want to do something like this is something that clicks with you. And you can do that, but like your family pushes you another way mm-hmm. and like that doesn't click at all. Like how is that? Like how like like how how does it even like how does it even feel? I don't even know what the
2: fuck that <laughs> Well way I mean, okay, like, so you guys know how I used to work at Tesla while starting my dog training business. So Actually, my you did not. Oh well Mike I, knew. <laughs> I, knew. <laughs> I, okay. I knew. I knew that's, 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 some that's yeah, yeah. mysterious. So I was working a full time nine to five job and I guess my normal schedule would be like I would take a dog client before or I would work out take a dog client before work, then start work at nine to five. Cause at the time it was like COVID. So I was training everybody at my parents' like backyard basically. So then after nine to five, I would take like three more clients. And then if it was like a primal day, then I would, after that nine to five, I would drive to Gilroy to go film or like whatever we were doing, yeah. like just training stuff. And then even at that point when I was like, okay, this is making like almost the same amount of money as my job. My parents were like, okay, when are you going to quit this? And just like,
0: Oh, shit, they were down.
2: They had to flip. Oh, no, not quit not the job. Quit the dog <laughs> thing. Oh, they're like, stop wasting your man. time. Like, <laughs> you're not done with, like, because you get off work at 5, then I would have a client six, seven, eight. So, I'd end at 9. They're like, dude, you're wasting, like, hella time. Why yeah. are you doing this when you could focus more on the tech stuff? So, I think that battle went on for a while until maybe, like, recently. I think now they're, like, they're more accepting of it because they don't always bust that question. out like, oh, when are you going to quit the dog thing? Because they were, basically, I would hear that every week, basically.
1: Does it trigger you?
2: I mean, I think it triggers me, yeah, for sure. But I'm just like, well, this is what I want to do. But I think it's just until you show them it's successful, you're never gonna get that recognition. And some, I mean, for me, I guess I'm blessed that I get a little bit of recognition, but I think some families just be like, hell no, forever.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like my parents are like that. I mean,
2: yeah, you know, I
3: always felt that way growing up. I don't know if something Click with You're my parents, lucky. but my parents are actually pretty down. You know, I have like, you know, just as a background, like my wife's Hispanic, you know, that's usually taboo, right? Uh, but everything, and you know, especially going on into like this older age, my parents have been happy and down and, and loving yeah. and supportive of everything. So it's really changed. That's when amazing. I was growing up, I had a blast. big fear. Shout had out a, to <laughs> Roman's parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, before even, you know, my wife, Yesenia, coming into the household, getting married, like, you know, they used to be a little bit hesitant. Now, like, they love everything about having her around and, you know, just kind of, she pushes them actually to, to take trips yeah. and, and live nice. life a little bit because my parents are the type that they work, they come home, they watch a the little TV and they work. And now they're like traveling and going out on vacations. They went on their first vacation to Hawaii by themselves <laughs> in their entire life. Dude, Every yeah, other trip's been like Yeah, that was their first one ever. And it was, it was to be honest, shout out to my wife, Yesenia, pushing them yeah. to,
1: to do it. No, uh, we oh, yeah.
3: actually, they were actually supposed to go with my brother. My brother secretly on the back canceled on him last minute. Like, he's in Hawaii right now. And he told him that, oh, we can't go. And we all kind of decided it'd be better that they do this themselves. Oh, yeah. So they could can learn you, how
1: to travel. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> can you look into that
3: camera
2: and say, shout out to my wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
3: Shout out to my wife, Yesenia. <laughs> there
1: you
2: go. <laughs> there you go. I have a question for you, though, G. Yeah. So, what do your parents think you do, and what do they, what do they like, think of that? Because we know you do media stuff, but to, in their eyes, what do they think you're actually doing?
1: The, they think, I mean, it's the same. I explain it, like, yeah. you know, what it is that I do. Um, a lot of people, no, this, like, doesn't even go into, like, you know, just my parents specifically. Specifically. I can never, specifically. Say, I never say I can't <laughs> say anything. Um, but most people think, like, I do marketing because because of Mike actually, because we, I've just done, like so many things as far as like creative stuff goes with Mike and Mike is just like so abundantly on social media and I repost a lot of that whether it be like graphics or you know photography or you know videography um most people assume that it's marketing but I'm just strictly a video producer and I explain that to my parents and they get it now um I mean I think they get confused in a sense too because I don't actually communicate with them like on a day-to-day what's actually going on but, I mean, and then on top of that, like, along those lines of, like, you know, how many businesses that we've started, I've been involved in so many things where they they feel like they don't, they haven't caught up to, like, what's happening now. But we've been doing this for the last three, four years now, so that they're pretty, like, um, they're pretty, like, in the know of, like, what's actually going on. How, how they feel about it, I don't know, man. Like, I actually don't know, like, at some point, you gotta stop caring. Yep.
0: And he's got to do you, you know, like, you just got to not give a, f- I mean, like, dolphin noise. <laughs>
1: you, you already said it. We well. got a lot of dolphin noise. <laughs> <in this episode. laughs> I mean, no, i got going to bleep the dolphin noise and the, <laughs> it's no, like we- two
2: things. <laughs> we'll just censor it ourselves on here verbally. Just, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think, I feel like a lot of families, they are against business in general, not just the field. I feel like everyone just like, get a stable job that pays well, so you can just like support and not have to go through the ups and downs.
0: I think that comes from, like, something like, you know, obviously, like, culturally, people come from, like, different cultures, right, where they don't have money, or, like, you come from different, and, you know, might you know, I don't know, i use, like, the word, like, you know, the minority aspect of things, right, like, like, you, people who come from nothing, like, they, they want you to be stable. Something like, I think, like, a lot of it's, like, you know, obviously, like, I think our parents have these expectations, or not our parents, because I don't have one, or any, but, but like you know the the parents have these expectations because they come from nothing right, so there's a quote that always go that that I that I love that says you know uh, hard times create strong uh, people or men or whatever we want to say, and then strong people create you know weak times or whatever like what's that we, weak times, and then actually let me actually re- rewrite it.
2: I mean I heard a similar one where it's like uh, calm seas don't train like.
1: Good
0: sailors, good sailors yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. So it's like a strong. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. So it goes.
1: I like how it took you to Amazon. I know, right? like buy the book. Buy
0: the book. So rest it goes. Of the quote. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> it goes. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create. Uh, weak men create hard times. This
2: is Ooh. the other one.
1: A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Yeah, right. So, along yeah. the same lines.
0: Yeah. So like you know that's part of the part the part of the thing that they're trying to do. You know like I I feel like you know if, if I was doing the same thing I'm doing with Ivy. Ivy lives in a, you know my daughter. She's like you know love of my life. You know like I try to you know obviously she's not living in we were, she lives here, so she's not living in a hard time. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to create specific behaviors, make her work for certain things, so that way when she grows up and she. Can be, you know, an adult, she understands the value of life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of something that like maybe you, like your guys' parents are trying to do or like their the cultural expectations are like what you guys are trying to do because they've had to go through so much probably to get to here. Right.
1: I, I think there's a lot of that. I agree to a certain extent, but also based on the cultural side of it, it's just like the, the linear thing I was talking about earlier is that they don't know any better. Yeah. this is how their parents did it yeah this is how the, their parents parents did it so they're just replicating that
3: yeah and i mean you probably in a similar situation i think ed might be but like my parents came here with nothing you know my grandpa yeah. came first then my mom came Same. and my uncle and all that and they started with nothing they built it up so how do they build it up just working right none of them had a fancy job you know no fancy education but now they're you know just kind of day by day built it up working as much as possible so that's how they
1: think it should right. be, right? This the work hard mentality, which is not bad by any means, and that's. I think that I, I don't want to keep like saying it's a negative thing. I think there's a lot of positive that came from well, what
3: from we that need. too, right?
0: Like that's you know. what we need. I mean, you look at the, you look at where we're heading. Like in like, the cultural in America, right? Everything, everyone wants things to be easy. Yeah. Like, everyone wants things to be easy. Like, no one, like...
1: Convenience is a commodity.
0: Yeah, man. people are, like, want things to be easy. Like, you know, it's always, like, something, like, I want, like, I should get this already. Like, you know, whatever. Like, the, the pandemic was the perfect freaking experience of that. Like, you know, even, like, talking to Real like, you know, the our company that we work with, Promo Canine. Like, no one wanted to work because everyone was getting $2,000 checks.
3: Yeah, and now that mentality's <laughs> stuck.
0: Right. Like, so now everyone's yeah. just, like, I want things to be easy where it's, like... You know, obviously, like, you guys or, like, your parents, like, for me, like, you know, it's like, I wake up in the morning with anxiety being like, how the f- am I going to feed my family today? Dolphin noise. Dolphin noise. <laughs> but, like, like, I'm like, I wake we'll up get in get better morning, at it on the next one. I know. Right? Like, there's a lot of editing. So, so, I wake up in the morning thinking, like, how am I going to feed my family? Because I am, I am my fallback plan. Mm-hmm. There's no one else that's going to save me. You know, like, I have to make sure that my family, like, and the people that depend on me, like, can make money. Yep. You know, I think, like, that's what, like, your parents and, like, probably culturally, right? Like, because you guys have probably come from those uh, existences, like, where they've, they've never experienced that. I think that's a lot of the substance ingrained in that.
1: I mean, I, I like what you said, like, is your, your own fallback plan. Like, at some point, like, you know, a lot of people, like, what you're saying, like, feel entitled or want to blame somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, at some point, you got to be like, well, this is my life. What happens to me is up to me right so that's why i was like that earlier i was like saying like you know at some point you gotta be you just gotta do you right but um but yeah i mean that's all i gotta say about that all right next subject new topic (laughs) well i mean on that like like to transition i guess like the segue is like okay now that we're like culture expectation like done like what what did we have to do to you know get our business to the dirty work right the dirty work the kind of behind the scenes (laughs) of of everything roman i think actually no let's go ed
2: i want to hear g's though
1: (laughs) no let's let's (laughs) all right fine let's go ed first we don't we don't want ed Ed always goes last so we'll put yeah all
2: right fine we reverse uno card
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do have uno in there (laughs) hey Uh... that'll be the segment that we'll do (laughs) Versus the shots or the drinks? Uh,
3: maybe uh, whatever cards easy. we
0: get, right? Yeah. So you
3: can play your card, right? You could I like switch that. Back I like that. We should do that next time. You've got to make these questions
0: harder though, right? Like you don't only the
2: skips, play. only the reverses. <laughs> like, draws
0: Might you. as well. All right, Ed.
2: All right, well, since I'm kind of like halved in two different businesses, whether I do media stuff or dog training, I think the dirty work in the beginning for both were kind of similar almost like cold calling for you roman where you're almost like reaching out fishing for clients so for me in the beginning when i was just trying to get photo video work i would dm hella businesses email hella hella businesses, like yo can i shoot this for you for free for my portfolio and i mean i think you talked about it right when you reach out bro it's like one percent someone's gonna hit you back 0.1 yeah yeah
1: <laughs>
2: but i mean at the time this is what i thought which is something that maybe people could learn from because like damn i'm hella good why aren't they hitting me up but at the that point, you know, like when you first start, you think you're really good. Then later on, you're like, damn, I was trash. No <laughs> wonder no one hit me <laughs> and then I think, I think for people that, are in, <laughs> people that are getting into media work, I think you need to realistically think about your skill set at the time. And then decide if you should keep building that skill before you even charge anybody. Yep. And then I think once you like have that to show, you don't really got to reach out as much because people will start reaching out to you once you got like, I would say Instagram because that's like your portfolio at that point. Do you know who uh, Chris Doe is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Asian dude with the glasses, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Sounds like good.
2: He <laughs> like
1: wears that one hat called, uh, it says uh, God is a designer, which is pretty cool. But the point of bringing that up is, like, there's this other guy who kind of rips him. He's like, because Chris Doe's plan is, or, like, his, like, vision is, like, to train one million creatives to make money and do it as a business, right? And um, what's funny is, like, there's this other guy. I think I sent it to you. I, I forget who I sent it to. You. This other guy here in San Francisco. His name is Sun Yi. He's like,
2: Oh, you always post that guy.
1: I, oh, he's, he, he what Korean, he said, he says, he yeah, shout out to Sun nah, Yi. You I have no idea. Else, I don't know. But he said something that I kind of related to what you were saying is like, man, like, everyone hit, hits me up and they want to charge like astronomical prices. I was like, Oh, why you, why am I not getting these, like, you know, you know, price for what I'm worth? He goes, because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you haven't worked on your craftsmanship yep. and stuff, right? Like, so that, that just reminded me of what you were saying. It like, It's not what you think. It's what other people think of mm-hmm, your work, mm-hmm. right? That is worth your, worth your thing. So, Ed,
3: what was harder to start, the media side or the dog training?
2: Well, the, okay. So if it was in a normal time, I think the dog would be harder. But I started during COVID. <laughs> I was almost getting like, I didn't even have to try much. And I would have people messaging me all the time. But in the beginning stages, when I was messaging, well, this will be a funny thing for people. When I was trying to get business, I would go on Instagram, look up a dog park location, look up all these dog accounts, and I would comment on all their pictures, like, oh, what a cute dog, just so people would see my name pop up <laughs> everywhere, which worked a little bit. And then I think for video, I think that was just way more saturated. Jen where... right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was literally thinking that same thing. <laughs>
2: I don't know if that's going to work for you now, but <laughs> that is what I did in what, the beginning. What not to do. <laughs> Um yeah, I think the dog one was easier because of the time, but if it was normal, yeah, video I think would be harder still. Actually, yeah, I'd say video would still be harder. I think mm-hmm. even if I did that today, I think video would still be hard. Yep. I think mm-hmm. it's better to find in my opinion, cuz I know some people they love to freelance where they hit up and work with a lot of different people. I like having like a, maybe like a circle of maybe like five retainer clients versus doing different freelance stuff every weekend. I think it's easier on your end and easier to plan ahead for. Sorry I touched your foot. It's <laughs> pronouncing it on, yeah. the, on yeah. the recording. He did that to me. At the
0: table we play pussies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that's that's uh, I mean you put in a lot of work to get to where you're at right now and then it's like all these trials and errors that you had to get to the point you're at now obviously we're not nowhere where we want to be not to say like we haven't like improved but we have so much more bigger aspirations to hit right um and to go on that like uh roman i know you have like kind of a kind of a similar like dirty reach out yeah (laughs) you know reaching (laughs) out strategy
3: now most definitely and mine took a lot of time to learn and figure out but just to get the background, when I buy real estate, I buy it off market. So that's people who aren't really thinking about selling their house. So you're, or they're, they, they're thinking about it, or they have some kind of life situation. So my goal is to get in touch with them and convince them to sell to me. And what we do is a uh, cold calling. There's tons of ways to do it, um, but cold calling is the most efficient. Um, I think anybody who actually does it will back that. So what I do is I cold call people so i get leads i get lists of people that are in some kind of distress situation so they're behind on paying taxes or their renters are really bad and then i reach out to them make a call and say hey i'm looking about your house uh, would you like to hear an offer and just kind of go from there and what it really turns out to be is a numbers game so to be most optimal it's about making 80 to 100 calls a day and having about two to three hours of conversation with them and putting put 80 to 100, so that's about eight hours of calling just nonstop, but it gets really, I mean, efficient. So you get like <laughs> dialers, right? You <laughs> you plug in, you know, all these numbers, and this dialer, what it does is it calls four to eight people at a time, and whoever answers first, it connects you with that, so you're not wasting your time dialing to voicemails, and then you hop on the phone and you know you go through script. But you know, as I've done it, you get more efficient. I'm not the first person calling. I have a team in. You know, Now I think they're in South America um, just to kind of have a good accent because that's what people want to hear. So I have a team that calls these lists for me first and they say, hey, are you looking to get an offer for your house? And if that person says yes, they send it to me. So So
2: that that team makes the 80 calls for you?
3: No, no. So they just make the first call. They call thousands of people a day because they're just on dialers. Most people are hanging up on them. Most people are cussing on them. And if they get somebody, and they just have three to Four simple questions like do you want to sell do you want to offer how many bedrooms how many baths that's about it right do you own the house and then if they say yes they send it to me and then i call all these people so i then take that list so we give them a list of ten thousand. they try to break it down and maybe give me eight to ten people a day and then as i kind of get that i just follow up on everybody who didn't answer and stuff but yeah about 80 to 100 calls myself
0: i will say this do you guys know what kirby vacuums are yes yes Yes.
3: i've heard the stories i of never used to know back. as being so, the youngest guy here
0: <laughs> i i used to it's sell like kirby, code, i right? used to sell kirby vacuum. no eggs. you didn't I, did. I had no idea he was a dialer hey <laughs> no i used to have <laughs> to walk to door, up door, right? i used to walk up door to door and like you know, kind of going on to like what room was saying like that cold calling thing like that's like that's gnarly because you get people who like you're just like i, had, I mean i had this the conversation with Katie like in drinks and dogs yeah. people are just mean for like no oh. reason like you're you're literally just going out there and being like, hey, do you want to try this out? Like, do this. Or like, you know, you're like trying to offer them a certain uh, situation and like then people are just like, F you exactly i mean that's i can just, probably everybody right. watching
3: i've done it myself you guys have gotten those calls with people you know randomly try oh, to buy yeah. them that's what we do that's what i was doing i hate those people uh, and before <laughs> before <laughs> i hate them too you know when somebody calls yeah, me about <laughs> when somebody calls me about buying a house i still don't like talking to them i usually hang up on them but it's just part of the business right i
0: see i reason with these guys i'm like hey um hey man like I'm, I'm doing something if i answer the if i if i even do answer the call Oh, but like, cause I know how like sh- you know how shitty that feels. I'm like, hey, like you know, like I I get it, like I get you what you're trying to do, bro. I was like, but like I'm not really in there. I'm like, and they keep pushing them. I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm gonna like hang up right now. But like have a good day yeah <laughs> yeah hey i Talk appreciate that this stuff is yeah, brutal you're you know? nice man before yeah, I, made I made a little bit me. money
3: and created a system i was the one calling the first lead and i would buy people's like lists list of people right they're like ten thousand people who for some reason or another might want to sell yeah. and you get a mixture of like numbers i went to churches and subways yeah. and i got cussed out multiple times in an hour and then now it's just probably you know now you can go like maybe one Two to three people an hour that cuts you out instead of like 10 to 20. So right. it's still pretty brutal. But, um, you know, it's a big win at the end. That's
0: why we do it. Which one camera am I looking on. at right now? You're looking at Which camera am I at? Uh, you're this wrong, one, that right? one. Be nice. <laughs> Our mother effers.
1: Out of all the businesses that we have, yours is probably the most well-known worldwide. Like, tell Worldwide.
3: World. One World. thing I'll say, I bet you why Mike does so well with Primal is because he learned how to sell through kirby vacuums because the sales skills you get when you have like that's a grind like me. that i don't know yeah, this is I, the first
1: time hearing kirby now i know mike was a mercedes salesman yeah but,
3: so, but so, he started like, right it's 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 one level at a time but so that's I a grind, that.
0: I, I will so i did when i first got out i uh, i went to norman and chrysler g yeah.
2: in san jose Yeah, Capital. and
0: then there was a guy uh he was the car He jo- remember like his uh what was his name f or jesus christ <laughs> What was his name? Um, he was it's the car salesman. So basically, what happened is like you would do these two days of like sales schools, like through him, right? Like you'd go up there and like you would talk to him, like do that. And the big thing, like that he would always used to tell, what used to say was like, okay, like you're, we're helping people solve a problem. He's like, you're not selling, he's like, you're just helping them like facilitate their needs. And the, whatever we have here is what's going to help them. So like, you know, whatever we can do that, we can help them with this, you know, whatever it is, like the, the car, like, you know, passport or whatever, you know, whatever the passport was like a freaking Sebring, Sebring or like a freaking odd you know, whatever, like, you know, whatever we had at, at the dealership. So that's one thing I understood that. So like, for me, like, cause I, I'm not a good salesman in the sense of like, I don't want to sell people anything. Like, is that's not my personality, but I am a person of like, okay, like how can I help us solve this situation? How can i help you do this thing so that's one thing he told me like he like he told us during that like two-day course that was a horrible car salesman by the way <laughs> i was not i was not i was not a, i was not good at all because i could not like I, I just that's not my personality so like you know um when it comes to like primal canine i mean i i utilize that utilize that problem solving thing all the time I mean, like, the realistically, like, the dirty stuff of, like, Primal Cannon is, like, you know, we've gotten to, like, what I just mentioned before, you know, you, sometimes you are going to lose your business and you have to have almost that, that grit to kind of get through it. And, like, a lot of people will bail on it. You know, a lot of people will bail on that stuff when, like, you're, I mean, shoot, man, I'll, be, I'll be blatantly honest on this thing right now. Like, you know, there's times where, like, you know, I was, I was a freaking quarter million dollars in debt, even more. Like even more so, like I had I had people trading on me. I, had, I still do have people trading on me. I have people who are like you know, you you train people and they they betray you and they do all these other things. They embezzle. They do all these other stuff. They try to siphon off clients. But like the one thing that's always made, you know, problem can not like that anymore. But like you know, the one thing that's always had is how helped me has been that grit, like going through it. You know, like I'm I'm down to pick up dog shit. I'm up at 4:30 in the morning taking dogs out. And the, like, especially with the current, you know, things going on, you know, with the, the weather, like I'm up there, like, you know, doing this stuff, I'm still doing that, you know, that's the, you know, that's the thing that's always helped with Primal K9 and help me go through that stuff. Cause it's still, it's always going to be there, but the expectation that I think for most entrepreneurs is like, you know, it's like, you're eventually going to get to a point where you're no longer like dealing with that. Right. But in the reality, you're always dealing with that. Mm -hmm.
3: yeah and i think what mike said is golden pieces of sales too i think without realizing that's what real sales is right selling isn't saying hey do you want to buy a car right it's solving problems Mm -hmm. of course i don't just tell people do you want to sell me the house and this is the number they're like your guy over the phone right it's about the relationship it's about helping them it's about you know we're looking on both sides right we want them to benefit you know exactly. we have a repetition it's a big purchase right we want to take care of people it's really about taking care of the person and and you know doing it for them and that's probably like why mike provides so much free content right yeah because it's about you know giving to get a little bit
0: something I like i mean like the Ed, part of like the business stuff is like you have to struggle like you there's, there's no way you can appreciate you know like i think mean like you know uh one of like ed's uh you know, not mentors but like somebody he looks up to, you know, Kobe Bryant, right? He's like, it's not the destination, it's the journey, it's the the work to get through, right? So you have to struggle in order to get to where you want, and, and enjoying that struggle is the most important thing, like, to for someone who's an entrepreneur, like to actually get to, like you have to enjoy it, like at some point, at some point, you have to be like a masochist in a sense, like you have to like want that. Like you have to want to like go through that and like, and, and like continue to go through that in order to get what you want, right? Cause you know, we're focusing on the why's, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it has to be bigger than like who we are. You know, it can't be like the why can't be just be like, there's a, another saying like, you know, if the why doesn't make you cry, that's not a why. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to like want that and you have to like want to get through it like more than anything. You know, like that's why I said in the last one we talked about like you know it's like I'm going to die every single day of my life just to get to the, make sure that my family and like my people my you know, like I said my family you know are are going to get what they need you know what I'm saying so you know it's it's the struggle has to be there and it's important to understand that especially with our with the development and, you know not progress but you know the development in our society where everything wants to be easy and we can't it can't be easy we have to make sure we we struggle we make sure we go through those things we 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 get these things to make sure we take care of the people we need to take care of we take care of all everything that we're taking care of in general but i mean like you know obviously we've we've seen that you know as as a as a company together all of us we've seen that in general like with all of the things that we've been working on like with tcu transitioning yeah. all that right
3: yeah i remember tcu started off us live streaming on crowdcast yeah. with an ipad too yeah. then shooting it ourselves and you know having ed come and create beautiful looking videos so yeah and That's
0: now we're freaking like. sitting in the house with a bunch of golden mics <laughs> with a soundboard you know with what how many cameras, cameras do we have on four it? cameras
3: <laughs> it's all one step at a time you know you stack
0: yeah you just freaking build and you keep going and then you keep going until you to get where you know every i mean actually there's never i don't want to say it like this and it watching this i don't want to say like you're never you're never going to get to where you want to be if that makes sense
1: oh uh, it's like the forever in the making type of thing mm-hmm.
0: that's why you have to enjoy what you have now like i mean like we just took a we just took a break right now and like aaron came in like my fiance. And she was like, "Oh, like we can't complain of because we're like, <laughs> you know, obviously we're not like we're not poor. You know, I was extremely poor, which is why I always have that anxiety that we talked about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you know, like to like always want to do more. But at the end of the day, like you have to enjoy that progress, that process. You have to enjoy where you're at, you know, like and what's going on, because like you know, they like Ed Ed has a baller ass facility in San Jose, like." <laughs> you know like this guy's flipping houses this dude's damn it blah, 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 like this guy's freaking creating like crazy <laughs> videos like you know like there's a bunch of different things that are happening so it's like enjoying and this is something i need to learn myself and i'm trying to learn this right now is enjoying the process because even now like i've just shot we just shot one podcast i'm shooting another podcast right we're doing this right now and then we're going to shoot some videos. Like, who else gets to do that? Even though it's tiring, even though it's fucking, you know, it's work. You know, like, who else gets to do that? Like, there's, like, enjoying that process. And, 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 and not even, like, I'm doing this, like, back when I was home in the east San Jose. I'm doing this in the hill at my million-dollar house with the crazy like, view with my cars outside. Like, you know, there's so many things that we can be, like, Grateful for. Grateful for. So it's important to understand that if you're watching this, it's important to understand that if you continue to grind, if you continue to push, if you continue to like go through it, you'll eventually get through everything and then you'll be somewhere. But the most important thing, and this is a mistake that I make, is to open your mind, open your eyes and see like, hey, this is where I'm at. You know, like this is where we're at.
1: Be realistic and honest to yourself,
0: yeah. I mean like do like do I don't freaking sitting here talking to like I mean, although I don't mean, you guys might not realize it, but I'm sitting here talking to like four of my, my best friends, like just hanging out, talking on a on you know, on a podcast, like just having a good time.
1: I I really wanted
2: to say, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh no dolphin sound. <laughs> no dolphin sound. <laughs>
2: but yeah, I think the whole Enjoying the process thing is a totally different mindset that most people don't have because, like, mom mentality. Well, yep, we're gonna pull a Kobe interview right now. <laughs> exactly. I, was, yeah, I was like, he was there's one where he was like, Yeah, the average person would be like, Oh, but if you do all that, you're not gonna have any fun. What's fun? But yeah. then he was like, Why being the best is fun, or like getting there to being the best Dang. is fun, which I feel like it's like similar to us, right? Like, we enjoy the work, it's not like, Oh. I'd rather go hang out at whatever instead of doing all this because at least this is building towards something, and I feel like we're not at our final result, but it's getting better and better each time. Yeah.
0: Well, the cool thing for it says like something else, but like the cool thing is that even though like we're not at our final result, we're already influencing. Like that to me, and like me and Ev had this conversation before, and like his his Ed's similar to me in the sense of like. We like we like when we influence somebody, it creates competition in a sense.
1: That makes love you it. better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cause like for me, like when someone's like trying to go, I'm like, Let's go. Let's go. Like, all right, like you ain't ready. <laughs> like, let the you you woke something up, fucker. Let's go. Like, this is what like this is what we're going at, right? Like, don't don't wait that side up, cause now 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 we're coming to hurt some feelings. Annihilation. KTA kill them all
2: yeah that's why i never understand why how some people when they see competition they're either salty or jealous because to me i'm like that shit motivates me i think it's way more fun when there's somebody like doing some cool stuff in your same field or avenue and
0: it's and the the cool thing i mean the thing like i we all have like in our our own senses it's not like when you watch this like we're not saying like hey like we're mad at you or anything like that. Like you know, right, 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 I'm you mad know, at you, man. Mike. What the hell? I mean, you're always mad at me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like you know, like it's like that. It's just like it's a healthy. I mean, I think competitiveness is a healthy sense. as a healthy thing to have. Yeah. You know, like and yeah, as long as you don't take it in a negative way, as long as you don't mm-hmm. be like a jerk to people, as long as you're like, you know, like for me, like I look at it like I'm competitive with myself. You know, which just sounds weird, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I need to do better this time. And then I don't even look at anybody else. You know, so I think, like, when people, if you look at it, like, the way, like, you know, me and Edward is phrasing it. Like, if you look at it like that in a positive manner, if we continuously push each other, and even just in our industry, or, like, in all not different industries, as long as you can push each other without having a negative context to the situation, that's healthy. 100%. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, as long as you're not, like, oh, like you know, F this guy, dolphin awesome Noise. God damn it. There's so many bleeps in this one. But like, as long as you don't like F this guy, yeah, like literally. talking crap about him, you're like, oh, I just got to get better. Like that's so much, that's so much better yeah. than just being like the other way. Right.
1: I, yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't understand the hater mentality either. And that kind of along the same vein is like, it's just like how we look at things. is like, oh man, like this guy's doing this. Like, oh, we got to level up too. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, mm-hmm. that's like props like, to them. Yeah. But like, exactly you ain't stopping us
1: yeah I've, it's a bad day in, in whoever like like i really believe this like it's a bad day for anybody who ever tries to mess with that of one of us step like, in the way you know, like, step in the way and get sorry, stepped on like, but not sorry what so what do you guys think about that you guys want to have any wrapping up comments on that ed Roman?
3: I mean, it's it's hard, I guess, to follow up on that, but it's really just focus on yourself. You know, I'm, I I will be honest, like uh, we talked about anxiety earlier. I didn't have, you know, face too much anxiety on my day to day. But one thing, you know, that took me a long time to overcome was the comparison, you know, just looking at everybody else and, you know, especially jumping into real estate at the beginning, you have nothing, right? And then you see all these people that have so much wealth and you're like, man, why do they do it so easy, right? How does this person flip, you know, three, four houses a month and I could do one a year, And you just gotta, you know, learn to just focus on yourself and that was a big change, you know, just focusing on myself. You know, just going out of my comfort. I started making videos on Instagram, like that was one of the hardest things I I think it's easier to flip a house than to make videos to
0: post on social media. His just. videos are some of the dopest videos we have. I, come out. I think he's the best content creator at this table. Exactly. <laughs> I, I exactly.
1: would like to apologize to you now that you said that because we like gave Roman so much shit. And you <laughs> know, <laughs> I posted like, so stupid. many videos this that is very badly. Yeah,
3: I posted so many videos that I got like bad criticism on just because I stopped caring. You know, I knew everybody's going to watch the videos, criticize and, you know, on the looks aspect of it, but also on, you know, what I'm talking about or if I'm doing things right. But I just said, I'm going to do it for myself and just focus on, you know, my uh, circle and the people that want to hear it and stop caring. You know, I used to be very concerned on how am I going to look in this video? I got to go get a haircut and now I just put it out there and stop caring about it so much. So and I think I learned a lot of that from you, Mike, because I saw how you never even looked at your own videos. 90 percent of the time and you just posted it there are various <laughs>
1: different reasons for that too because
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm <just> super self-conscious <laughs> like so every
1: you time just gotta
3: get out of your comfort zone and not care hey, what I gotta other people edit think.
1: This after we're done with this i gotta hear everyone's voice like, especially <laughs> mine oh, uh, no, I, on,
3: on video, everybody not feels the mirror. exact same let's it, get that right <laughs> out there. It, it
0: is tough man like you when you first put yourself out there it, it's extremely hard it is, I mean, it is extremely tough. Like, you know, when you're when you first start doing this stuff, like, oh, yeah, it ain't easy. I mean, but that's also why we have a platform like this, the table. Yeah. Like, so everyone can feel, like I said before, that you're doing like, you're not alone in the sense you're going through the struggle bus, you know, whatever it may be. But hey, you have four different people here talking about their own individual, you know, struggles and the individual, not even struggles, but like individual paths experiences experiences to make you make sure like you know like hey like you're good just keep going just keep doing, like just keep going dolphin noise keep going
2: <laughs> okay well all right so for takeaways for people that are listening i feel like since we have four different perspectives on whether that's business or lifestyle or cultural expectations i think whoever can take pieces from this and relate to it apply it to their own lives i think that'll be most beneficial to them whether that's like those three categories I said, right? Business or lifestyle, cultural differences. Cause I think, even though if it's, you don't have to be Indian, Chinese, whatever Mike is, <laughs> to con- apply that to your life. Cocktail. There's a lot of lessons here that I think anybody can apply. And I think utilize that and you can build yourself a better brand or like routine for your lifestyle.
0: My name is Mike Jones, obviously. You can uh, find me at Mike Jones underscore or at Mike Jones underscore PC on. Uh, Instagram and also at Mike Jones on Instagram as well. Edmund Lou, where can they find you, sir?
2: uh For me, I have at Edmund on Instagram, and then I have at Canine Training Co for the dog training page.
0: And then we got the Money Man Ruman. Where are you at? Yeah,
3: most I'm you know, Instagram, TikTok, but it all stays the same. It's Ruman and his beard.
0: Ruman and <laughs> his beard, which is my favorite, which is one of my f- favorite handles. That's of my all time. favorite handles of all time because I feel like. <laughs> And, like, it's, like, when I first was, God damn it, why did I think about that one? And Mike like, and his beard. Uh, yeah, when they had, like, the big beard, like, you know, like, what, two, three years ago? We
1: should just do that. Roman beard. In his beard. Mike and his beard. Jay and his beard. Ed and no not beard. Clean shave, Ed.
0: All right. So, G, where can we find you at?
1: Uh, my personal Instagram is uh, G.baines And uh, for the company, it's uh, at BCO Agency. And uh, you can find this episode and... Uh, the previous episode, which we recorded on YouTube, Spotify, and podcast, and you know, on this this uh, media team that we have, um, follow us on Network PTV, which will be posting all our podcasts, all our shows um, on there. So go ahead and give that a follow, guys.
0: On Instagram, also, it's pretty crazy that we have FN, all that stuff burr, 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 on freaking Spotify and everything <laughs> like that. So yeah spotify apple podcast that's crazy to me good shit guys another great episode hope you guys liked it see you next week